Who is lurking outside the exchange house? Many, many years ago, after a nice evening, as I was kissing her, she screamed. What's the matter, I asked. The window, the window, she said, holding me. Someone is looking in the window. Thought I heard things. I dragged her into the hall and then exited out the front door. I checked the bushes in the driveway. No one in the street. As I returned to the house, I could still see the fright in her eyes. I wasn't too calm either. Thus, in a small way, I had some perspective of someone intruding into a private moment. In Exchange House, artist Maddie Summers is in Arizona. She leads a comfortable life, but her marriage is no longer viable. Her husband John is on the road for extended periods, leaving her alone in her desert home. But this story isn't about Maddie in the desert home. It's about leaving the area and leaving John behind to go on vacation. When King John pulls into the desert abode, he treats Maddie with an incredible abuse. Yet when his district manager calls, John becomes accommodating and full of flattery, retrieving reports and evaluating the company. An argument ensues between John and Maddie, resulting in John speeding off the property. It all sounds simple enough. Arrange with another person to exchange homes in different geographic areas. Her best friend, DR, from the hair salon, likes the idea of Maddie going off to Maine. Seems like a nice little town, Rexford, Maine, but there are indicators as the story progresses there might be some people in that town that do not want her at the exchange house. The property management guy, Daniel McCabe, is good looking, but there's something that's off with this man. Another man, a long-haired mechanic, is mouthy and doesn't like her. Many people wonder what this outsider is doing in town. Hitchcock on TV. Nothing more scary than the use of the imagination in an isolated setting. An unlocked window from 1965, Alfred Hitchcock. A crazy murderer targets nurses taking care of patients in a vulnerable remote setting. Add to the setting a nasty weather mix and phone calls coming in from the potential murderer. This demented ghoul is informing the nurses that he intends to make a house call. Stella, one of the nurses, secures every possible entrance to the faraway house, but she makes a fatal mistake. The cellar window has not been locked. I had not seen unlocked window prior to writing Exchange House. Once I got inside Maddie's head and drove into town, I let the emotions take over. Maddie is already stirred up by her husband's behavior. She felt alone and vulnerable before she even got on the plane to Maine. And now, the most dreaded word, strangers. Listen to Jim Morrison sing People Are Strange, and better yet, buy the song if you want to seep down to that cautionary level. Everyone Maddie sees amplifies the unwarranted fear. Remember how FDR said boldly, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself? Apparently Maddie missed the history lesson. In her head, Maddie rationalizes the beautiful house along the ocean, holds the prescription to settle her nerves. After all, as she walks in the autumn sunshine along the cliffs, overlooking the blue Atlantic, and takes in the waves crashing on the rocks below, Maddie realizes how she has gotten far away from John. Or has she? McCabe, the property manager, is masculine, capable, and dynamic. He has large, strong hands. Her maiden name is already known by McCabe. He was a military lawyer. Smoking a cigarette somehow enhances his vital appearance. His touch is captivating. Why isn't he a lawyer anymore? A potpourri of fears for Maddie Summers. 
Maddie's rental car has major league problems. McCabe gets the car to Belson's garage. One of the mechanics, a ponytailed man, is weird to the point of frightening this already shaken woman even when he's just talking to her. The little mechanic with the long hair, Raymond Snowden, eats at a booth in the diner near Maddie. McCabe's strong hands tighten some ropes as Raymond Snowden smokes a cigarette while leaning against the garage door's open bag. McCabe tells her how far the house is from town and from other homes. Does the touchy McCabe have problems with rejection? The old-fashioned ringing phone in the dead of night. The powerful storm moving up the coast. The drop to the rocks from the cliffs. Losing power, waiting alone. Rest assured, there's more fear spliced in over all the anxiety and tension and the unexpected. This, this story should have been called From the Fire into the Frying Pan, but we'll leave the Exchange House title in place. Heed ye the warning, throughout the entire story there are people lurking, lurking, lurking. RPF. <laughs>